Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Football Roundup. Once again, you're joined by myself and Taylor. Taylor, do you want to kick us off with you know some of the things we want to discuss today? Yeah, well, if you remember about last week when we were discussing whether Lampard would get sacked or not, it didn't take long to find out. <laughs> no. He got sacked in the upcoming days. So, uh, so we'll, we'll... <laughs> we're going to discuss whether the new takeover of Tuchel will be positive for Chelsea or whether... It'll just carry on the way it was going before. It's uh, we've we've uh, we've sort of uh, we've sort of um, be seen as a uh, good predictors. I mean, you know, we, we predicted you know Man United with the title. They lost last night to Sheffield United, and we've also predicted this Lampard to go. I think everyone knew though, didn't they, that Lampard would eventually be out of the club? Don't you think? Yeah, I think everyone knew it was coming eventually. It was just how quick it was going, really. Yeah, I think it was poorly done. Um, but you know, it's over now for Lampard. You know, there's still time for him to improve. But now you've got two short Chelsea. Um, I know a lot of Chelsea fans are excited. Um, but I don't know if I am. I'm not too sure about too sure. I don't know. I know he's done well at play. I know he's done well. He started well at Dortmund. Yeah. He got sacked from there. He did all right at PSG. Mm. But they kicked him out with six months to go there because it had enough of his attitude towards the board. Yeah. And towards the players. So... I'm not sure how well he'll fit in at Chelsea, to be honest. No, I mean, I mean, I've got some stats here about Tuchel as a manager. His, his, his stats are impressive. Let's just say that. So he's got a 62.96% win rate at Dortmund, and it was even higher at PSG at 74.8%. But you'd expect that at PSG, wouldn't you? you you expect that, you know, if you're, if you're managing the best, by far the best team in France football, French football, sorry, you expect that sort of percentage win rate. He's also won... The DFB Puckow at Dortmund, and he won for both years. It was, it both years at PSG as well. He won the title. Um, so I mean, you know, he's won things. He's a successful manager, but will he be successful with this Chelsea team? That's what I'm thinking. That's the problem. Well, they did play Wolves the other day, and that was a nil-nil draw. Mm. But I don't think you can judge a lot of that game. To be oh, honest, oh no, no, it what he did had he had only had one game, one um, day even to train them like mm. he didn't really know what he was doing he should have looked into the players a bit more though because he did drop Mount straight away he was with one yeah. of Chelsea's best players <laughs> he played Hudson a doyle wing back yeah like, he, he should have done a bit more research to be honest it's um I don't know how happy the players I don't know how happy the um fans were that Billy Gilmore wasn't even on the bench yeah but, it's it's going to be a weird one and I think what may be the issue for Chelsea is the relationship between Tuchel and a few of the players. Obviously, Mount was a fan favourite with Lampard, wasn't he? Um, yeah. it's, it's the same way he is with Gareth Southgate. Um, but it's yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult. I think it's obviously hard to predict. He's only just come in. Um, you know, for Chelsea's sake, um, let's hope they do better than they were at Lampard, with Lampard. Um, but I think it was just too early to get rid of Lampard. Should they give him more of a chance... But getting Tuchel in to sort of steady the boat, in a way, maybe a good appointment to just get Chelsea back on track, in a way. Get a nice league league finish this season and then think about, you know, glory next season. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a good short-term manager, but that's mm. Chelsea's way of having managers. So, yeah. for them, it'll be, a, it'll be a good signing. Yeah, I, mean, I think people already look at him quite negatively, to be honest. Mm. 
Yeah. Because all the Chelsea fans, they all romanticise Lampard's time at Chelsea mm-hmm. and how amazing he was and almost his legacy created with his young players. Yeah. But he didn't he didn't have the choice to use those young players. He was just no. put on him. So yeah. now Tuchel's using the players he knows, like the German players, Thiago Silva and Pulisic, mm. who he's played with in previous clubs. Yeah. Everyone's already looking down on him. Whereas if he's been there for one day, he's obviously going to try and use the players that he knows. Exactly. And that's, you know, <clears throat> Lampard had no other choice. Um, yeah, he had a transfer ban, didn't he? So, yeah, exactly. So he had to deal, and he's very done well with the players he had. You know, he's, he's similar to what Arsenal have sort of done in a way, you know, building it from the youth players, you know, integrating the youth players with the first team. Um, but it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens at Chelsea over the next six months or so, see where they finish in the season and well, see what it'll depend they play. If you can get it out of, it'll depend if you can get the best out of Werner and Havertz. That's, that's the question. That's one reason mm. he might have brought him in. Yeah. The German link. He knows mm. German football. He knows how they like to play. Yeah. If he gets the best out of them and starts playing well with them, then it could turn around for Chelsea. Exactly. Um, and for Chelsea's sake, obviously, we hope so. But I hope not. I mean, it'd be nice if they uh, if that crash and burns as well. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah. He's a successful manager. It's a good appointment, you know, Name-wise, getting Tuchel in at Chelsea. Um, but I think sacking Lampard was wrong. Should have given more of time to, you know, develop with the players um, he has. And also, we we're going to discuss transfers later on. But I yeah. thought it was appropriate to add this in now. In the summer window, Chelsea are going with the same, going with the same, um, the same principles as they did last summer bringing in big players for big money, right? So they're eyeing up, I saw today on Sky Sports, they're Haaland, £66 yeah. million pound release clause. I don't want to oh. see that happen because he's definitely coming to City. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're eyeing up Haaland, Upamecano and Alaba. Will, is, the answer, is the answer for Chelsea to bring more players in? Or is it to build a team with the players they've got and try and make success with the young players mixed in with the, uh, with the experienced. It's a tricky one, really, because now they've gone so far with the buying players, they only need to buy like three more and then they've built a whole new squad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but that is Tuchel's way. At mm. PSG, he got annoyed with the board because they wouldn't back him with money when he wanted it. Yeah. So it's almost like the Chelsea board likes spending money, so it almost mm. looks like they'll, they'll fit together quite well. Yeah. I mean, it depends how well he can control. I mean, they're not getting Haaland. He's coming to City. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. They're not going to get Alaba. He's pretty much going to Real Madrid. Mm. And well, have, you, have you seen Carnage, the contract? Have you seen the, the amount of money Alaba wants? That's why he's not... He's, it was rumoured to come to City, to be fair. Yeah. But we didn't want to pay that much money for him. 350 grand a week, I think he wants, which is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. So, you know, it's a stupid amount of money. And I think... It'd be, I mean, yeah, it's Tuchel's style. It's Chelsea's style, isn't it? Bringing in players for big bucks. You know, we've seen it over the years, sort of, you know, don't know how to use the phrase, but buying the league in a way. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see what happens. I mean, it may be a mistake bringing in big players for big money because they already have, you know, they already have a decent squad. They just need to learn how to, you know, yeah, well, work I mean, as a team. They've got a better squad than Everton and West Ham. They're ahead of them in the league. So if they can get their squad working and actually mm. start playing and yeah, they could easily push top six, maybe even take over West Ham in fifth. But the way West Ham are playing at the moment, mm. they could be 
they could be in Europe next year, even the Champions League for all we know. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool are playing as well. West Ham have just been, I, I, I mean, I've, with West Ham, they've always had the team. They've always had the team to compete. Yeah, they've always had <laughs> quality in their players. They've just yeah. never got it out of them. No, they've they've just never they've just never managed to get up to the top, and they've always managed to, I don't know, fall behind or bottle, you know, potential European, you know, to compete in European competitions. But this season, it's massively turned around. You know, bringing Moyes in, Moyes is sort of in Moyes' style of playing with that West Ham team. I'm seeing. You know, Everton, Moises Everton. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see a squad that all wants to play with each other. Yeah, exactly. Everyone believes in almost the philosophy and the way he wants to like, yeah. rebuild the team, kind of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm seeing, you know, such togetherness and such fight as well, you know, from players like Antonio, which you've never seen it before. You know, yeah. they've got some great talent as well. You know, Suchek, unbelievable player. Down here. Oh, what a player. I, I know. Love he's, he's brilliant. You know, when he first he's got came seven in. Seven goals this season. Exactly. Okay. That, we've got that down here. He's got seven goals. In seven 20 goals. appearances. Yeah. yeah. He's an outstanding player. You know, when, when, you, when, you, when, you, when they first signed him, you sort of thought, oh, that's a West Ham signing. You know, oh, yeah. he, he's going to be like the rest. But he's completely turned it around. You know, he's always been good, but he's really, you know. Him and Rice in midfield. They're mm. one of the. I think they're one of the best midfields in the Premier League. They've got yeah. the very dominant, very physical, mm. and they're both. They're both actually really good with their feet. They're a lot better than people think they are. Yeah, so they are. They're, they're like two good pivots. They're not like a Gundogan and Rodri pivot that don't work. No, two checking right of the pivot. They like. They just complement each other. If one goes forward, the other will stay back. Yeah, it's just suitable. Work. It's it, and that's it. It's showing it is working. You know, they're only they're fifth. They're only two points behind Liverpool now. As it stands, so they yeah. could go up to fourth. They were in fourth before yeah. the Liverpool game yesterday. I know, yeah. You know, so the thing about West Ham is people normally will overestimate them. Like I normally put them quite high in my Premier League predictions, mm-hmm. and they always seem to let me down. Over this year, I think everyone had had enough predicting them high, yeah, and then finally put them down in the lower half of the league. Yeah, and it's almost like they've just taken on and said, "No, we're not like that anymore. No, we're going to push ourselves up." And now they've just like. Just flowing ahead of everyone else. They are really, they're really um, sort of, you know, going to, you know, when you go to West Ham, you sort of think, ah, oh, it's another West Ham game. Mid-table you know, back and, finish. Yeah, easy. you know, it, we should be able to turn them over. But yeah, going to West Ham now, you're like, oh, they might actually, mm. you know, give us, a, yeah. give us a fight here. You might actually struggle. You know, the next three games are huge for their season and for potential European spots. So they've got. First of all, they've got Liverpool next. So if they beat Ooh. Liverpool, they, you know, they jump two they points. Go ahead in front of them. them, yeah. Yeah. So there'll be two points in front of Liverpool. Then they've got Aston Villa, which is a big game because obviously Aston Villa are looking to, you know, trying to. They've got so many games in hand. So a win for a win for us, a win for uh, West Ham. There would be nice for Arsenal and the teams down mm. in the bottom, um, mm. well, not the bottom half, the uh, mid table. Um, and then they've got Fulham. Obviously, you know, no disrespect to Fulham, but West Ham should be winning that with their position. So they've got a nice, not a nice run, but if they get, a, you know, they get six, seven points out of those. Oh, yeah, because last season, the Aston Villas and the Fulhams were the kind of games where, mm. with West Ham, it could have gone either way. It was almost a 50-50. Whereas yeah. this season, the way it's West Ham are playing, mm. you almost expect them to win those kind of games now. Yeah. Which I mean, just shows how well Moyes has done. 
I mean, I've got, I've got, you know, West Ham fans as mates. I know a lot of them, um, you know, family who are West Ham fans as well. And they all keep saying, oh, you know what, we'll fall off eventually. We'll fall off. But, you know, I, I, all, all messages to West Ham fans, I think, you know, keep the faith. I think you've got a chance here yeah, to get even European football. You've got a huge chance. You've, you've only lost, I think they've only lost five games this season, which is, a, which is quite, a, which is quite, it's not as much compared to the games other people have lost. No, it's less than you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, that's, that's what I mean. You know, they've, uh, they've gone far and beyond above the I team. feel like people underestimate Moyes a lot, to be honest. So do I. I it's, think they sort of... It's almost like he's not got the, like, the look and like the aura kind of, of no. a pet or a clock. Hmm. People don't see him and get scared. They see him and think, oh, it's little David Moyes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Then he comes with the way he plays and it's, hmm. it's just good. It's almost like people look down on him as a bad manager because of his time at United. Yeah. And how he didn't perform as well there. Mm-hmm. But then you look at all the managers that have come after him at United and they've all done just as bad as he has. But exactly. it's almost like he got made into a kind of meme which almost emphasised his time. And then he had a few bad years. He went to Real Sociedad, didn't mm-hmm. do well. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he's actually a good manager. No. He just couldn't do it at United. He's not a bad manager at all. I think, I think for Moyes, he was brought in at the wrong time at United. I think... I think any manager was yeah, brought in at the yeah, wrong time. You exactly. Know, I mean, you know, you can't expect a manager to repeat what Alex Ferguson did, can you? No, exactly. And I think that's what they did. They had so much success under Sir Alex. And then Moyes came in and they expected him to just continue the way that they would play before. And, you know, as you said, that going to United sort of damaged his legacy as a manager. Um, and sort of respect as well. But he's regaining it now with West Ham. He really is. He's, as you said, he doesn't have that aura. He doesn't have that image as a, you know, as a, as a, as a top no, manager. Yeah. But he's really starting to prove himself. He's bringing back that David Moyes we saw when he was at Everton. Um, so, but yeah, I think they really do have a chance of getting European football. I really do. Think yeah, they if do. they were to get European football, how many players do you reckon they should sign? Well, that's the thing. You know, They've already signed Jesse Lingard on loan, which I think is a good signing. I, I think that is a good signing. Yeah. I mean, that's a good signing for West Ham. Oh, no disrespect to West Ham, but Jesse Lingard isn't a bad player. Good you for know, Jesse Lingard as well, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Jesse Lingard... He's, he's good enough to be playing first-team football. Yeah. He's got a nice Maybe move. Not for United, but definitely for a Premier League team. Yeah. He's he got a nice playing. move. He's got a nice move to a London club where he can, you know, revive his... Um, yeah. Revive himself as a player, and you know he'll be hungry as well. He'll yeah. he'll want to prove himself. He want to be in contention for the England squad mm. for the Euros. He's going to want to play well, and, and you never know. He might, you know, at, at West Ham, he might change the person as well. You know, he might not be as childish as we've seen him before. Yeah. Um, I just want to see his dances again. Yeah, oh, that'd be brilliant dancing <laughs> at the London Stadium against United. That'd be good. Oh, that'd be amazing. We'll do like an Adebayora against you. For yeah, us. yeah. He just runs down the other end of the pitch and starts Millie rocking in front yeah. of everyone. Oh, I mean, brilliant. But, <laughs> but obviously they, they've signed just Lingard on loan. Um, oh, um, they got Ben Rama on a permanent. Yeah, they made, they made him a permanent. Deal. Yeah. But they had to do that. They had to yeah. do that because obviously you're only allowed two players on loan from your domestic leagues. So right. they had Craig Dawson and Ben Rahman. So mm. they had to make one of them permanent, permanent to bring in Jesse Lingard on loan. 
So it was very clever of them making Ben Rama a permanent transfer because it allowed them to bring in Lingard as well. Hmm. What's it? That Ben Rama looks like a really good player. He, oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think you know you, yeah, you sort... more players with skill that you just overlook. Yeah, it's so true. It's you know I was talking to one of my mates the other day about West Ham and back you know back in the Piat days they passed oh. they passed the ball to Piat and they would rely on Piat. You know mm. they rely on Piat to do all the work, but. Now they've got a team that work for each other. Everyone wants a bit of the ball. You know, they're looking for one another, yeah. not just one player, um, which is really important. You know, they've got this now, this competitive team that wants to compete at the top against the big boys. You know, oh, I've got a question for you, Jack. Go on. Was Payet better than Ozil? That was a big discussion at the time with that Payet and Ozil. What? Um, what? When Payet played for West Ham, it was still banging three kicks left, right, and centre. <laughs> Maybe more as a maybe more as a goal scorer, yeah, by far. He was brilliant. He could, you know, the goals he would score, but assist wise, no, you know, you, you can't beat the assist king. Never, no. Yeah, that's fair uh, enough. Uh, just raw talent, and yeah, he's just like almost ease of how he passed the ball around. Mm. No, yeah, you can't. Nowhere near Piat. Nowhere near, and the way Piat fell off as well. Yeah, um, I mean, it's I mean, all similar. Really way. Had a chance to fall off, did it? He? he just got pushed out. Yeah, exactly. He got pushed out of Arsenal, whereas Piat actually chose to. You know, he, he sort of secured his own destiny of just yeah, you know, and then ruined his career in the French yeah, League. Exactly. So you know, but yeah, West Ham do have a chance. Um, and obviously, we've discussed the transfers. Um, and the one thing, one transfer I do want to discuss, I've got written down here, um, is Odegaard's move to Arsenal. What are your opinions on that move? Do you think it's a good move, or do you reckon it's a bad move by Arsenal? I think it's quite a good move to be honest for Arsenal. If you look at your midfield now, mm. there aren't that many central attacking midfielders. Mm. You seem to go a lot down the wing. You've got very defensive midfield. Mm. So almost bringing in an attacking, an attacking outlet in your midfield will almost help your forward line do what they need to do. They need to score goals to win games. Yeah, You have a lot of the ball, but you tend to pass it around the midfield mm. and the back quite a lot. Yeah, And I feel like with a player in the middle that will help move the ball forward, I think it could help a lot. I think. What do you think? Yeah, he's a raw talent. You know, he's still young. He's got a lot of potential. And he's shown it at Real Sociedad, who's, you know, fantastic. He hasn't had his chance at Real Madrid yet. Um, mm. And he's said that his ultimate ambition is to, you know, play for Real Madrid, you know, which is fair enough. I think anyone would want to, you know. Especially ahead of Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. That's just, you know, obvious. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, he's um, the only thing I'm worried about. Not worried, just a bit. I don't know. I don't know if worry is the right word, but if he comes in, bear in mind he's still young. He's a young player. He's first of all never played in the Premier League. He's got six month loan. Is six months enough? First of all, for him to get used to the Premier League and the pace of it, and will his input in the Arsenal side almost damage the progression of the likes of Smith Rowe and Saka? Because if he's coming in and replacing them in that Arsenal side, where Smith Rowe and, you know, I don't think Saka will be out of it, but, you know, Odegaard replacing Smith Rowe, would it, be, would it potentially be better to, for Arteta to look at the Arsenal team he's got now, develop Smith Rowe and those fellow youngsters around him, wait until the summer before he makes a big, not a big decision, but a decision to potentially bring in another central attacking midfielder? It is a tricky one. Uh... 
could is there a way in your midfield you could have Odegaard and Smith Rowe together? And I mean, maybe have a party in behind them. The formation at the moment, no. We play. Uh, I think the formation we play at the moment is nice. The partnership between Xhaka and Partey, especially like the other Xhaka? night. Huh? Yeah. Oh, the other night against Southampton, he's. I don't know what's happened recently. He's just come out of his shell. He's, he's kind like of a dirty player that the Arsenal fans like and mm. everyone else hates. Yeah. I mean, sometimes Arsenal fans don't like him, but I think yeah, <laughs> recently. But, yeah, but that's what comes with the. That's what comes with the way he plays. Exactly. Um, but yeah, recently he's come out of his shell. He's he's um, come out of hibernation and he's really, you know, some of the passes are stringing along the tackles as well. He's recommitted. Yeah, that was kind of like us with Fernandinho. Mm. I remember when we first signed him, you could tell there was something there, but yeah. he wasn't quite cutting it. And then all no. of a sudden, something clicked in him. And mm. he's become one of the best CDMs in the world. So yeah, it's um, it's a yeah, it's a bit of a um, it's a bit of a tricky one. It really is. Um, he he's you know could, could Smith Rowe play on the right? Mm, I don't think so. I think the team up? we that's that's the thing though. I think we have a good team now. I don't think You've we need Pepe to change well, it. So yeah, I mean Pepe played well against Southampton. Obviously, still got a lot to prove. Yeah, but you know he. This team is playing well now under Arteta. Obviously, it's one player. One player isn't going to hurt. But the only thing no. is, is it going to be a waste bringing in Odegaard for then not to have a permanent deal at the end? That's the issue. He's got six months at Arsenal to prove himself to, to Zidane, really, and Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, so, we're, I think we're going to have to see. Bench, I mean... Yeah. We're gonna have to, I think we're going to have to see at the end of the season whether... Um, whether obviously we'll find out if it was a mistake or not, but it's um it's an interesting move and it's exciting for Arsenal fans as well. Um, but another interesting uh, transfer um, speculation I've got written down here is Deli Ali. What has happened to Deli Ali? What has what has actually happened to Deli Ali? I think that ta- Tangay and Dombele has almost taken his position. Mm. I think that and is a class player. Yeah. He doesn't look like he should be a good attacking player. He looks like <laughs> no. a solid rock at yeah, the back. He does. But he's just so elegant on the ball and the way he, he twists around defenders, moves around. I mean, he had Thiago in his pocket the other day for 90 minutes mm. and he still managed, with all that weight in his back pocket, he still managed to run around the pitch. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Ali almost can't get a look in at the moment. So I yeah. feel like a move away could be quite good for him, to be honest. Mm. Would you say a line move or permanent? To PSG, mm. you wouldn't turn down a, a full a full transfer to PSG, would you? No. So almost a loan move to PSG would almost be a bit of a a waste, I guess. Because if you go into PSG for six months mm. and then you don't get anything out the end of it, you may as well yeah. try and get everything you can at the start. Yeah. I mean that's how I see it. I mean Ali, you know, under Mourinho, let's look at Ali under Mourinho. When he first came in, Mourinho, Ali was outstanding, you know, you know. Mourinho got the best out of this, you know, this yeah. English talent, which, you know, had been in the dark for a quite, you know, for a little time. He wasn't performing as well under um, in the um, Potocino's last days at Spurs. But he came out of his shell. He's, you know, he's scoring goals, assisting, and then he's just sort of sat back a little bit and relaxed. He's now got that. Do you, do you think it's the way Tottenham are playing now that's almost kicked Ali out of the team? Because obviously Kane drops a bit further mm-hmm. back. And lets the wingers yeah. run forward. So it's almost like Kane's almost taken Ali's mm. position 
And that's how Ndombele's come in, because he's more of a centre-mid instead of a fully attacking midfielder. Yeah, maybe... It's almost like there's no space for Ali in the team. Yeah, maybe Spurs don't need that attacking midfielder that, that Ali provides, because Kane almost does the job for him. Yeah, Kane plays two positions at once, so you may yeah. as well have Kane in and then have more mm. full centre-mids. Mm. So, so maybe... You're more solid as well. Exactly. Um, he's turned him into a world-class player as well. Obviously, he was better before. He was world-class before, but he's a complete striker now. So, I mean, it's almost similar to the Lingard situation. Maybe a loan move away to maybe not PSG, but a club like West Ham or I don't know, maybe like a side like Leicester, even. Yeah, Do you know I mean, what I mean. Leicester I could, I could see him. I, I could I see him in a Leicester really team. For him anywhere. Is that? Is, he's not a bad player, is he, Delia? No. He's not a bad player. I think he just needs. Game he time. needs. Yeah, he needs game time. He needs, he needs confidence as well. Um, I mean, I read the other day, um, I read a couple of days ago that Mourinho said that he's expecting Ali to stay anyway. Um, so if Ali stays, it won't be a bad move, I don't think, to stick where he is. Um, would it be a good signing for PSG? No, I don't think it would. I really don't think it would be. I think he would sit on the bench, to be honest. Probably, yeah. To yeah. Be it's the same thing he's doing at Tottenham now. Mm, exactly. So, I don't think it'd be a good move for him or the club. I don't... No, it's, I mean... It's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? I, Ali's almost in the situation where you get the, like, would you rather question quite a lot. It's almost, would mm. you rather get paid £100,000 a week and play every week at, say, an Everton... Yeah. Or would you would you prefer to get paid three hundred thousand pounds a week but sit on the bench at a PSG? What do you think? What would you yeah. do in that situation? Uh, I'd want to play football. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, a hundred thousand pounds a week is more than enough. And oh if yeah. To play football as well. Yeah. I'd pick that one all day. Yeah, I mean, I'd like I'd play. Playing for you know, he need, he need, at the end of the day, it's important for him to get match time, for him to have any chance of going a comeback. Yeah. You know. He's able so, to play in the England squad as well. He needs to prove himself. Yeah, the Euro is coming up, so he really needs to get himself back on track. And I think a move to PSG won't won't do it for me. I don't no. think it's a weird one. It's really odd, really weird transfer. Um, but what do you think of Willian Jose? He's just moved to Wolves, hasn't he? For mm. is it Real Sociedad? Um, I'm not too sure. I, I don't know. I'm not too. Sure. I, I haven't seen much about him. I, I, I didn't um, really know him from FIFA, to be honest. And it seems like a Jimenez replacement. Right. What is he forward? Obviously, Jimenez, we don't know how good he's going to be when, if he comes back at all, to be honest, because he no. shouldn't really be heading the ball. No. And I feel like Wolves almost need that central striker at the moment. Because mm. obviously they've got the talented, small, nippy wingers like Neto and Ponent. Yeah. But they don't almost have that outlet to give it to for the crosses and for the... Just the mm. dirtiness to just almost stand there and let them play while he's waiting in the box. Yeah, maybe he's a man that, you know, they, they've really missed him and his Wolves. Um, yeah. They really have. Um, so maybe that transfer is good to, you know, get that player they need and, the, you know, to replace him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as transfers go, there hasn't been much going on, has there, really? It's been, I Not think, really. I think, obviously, the situation everyone's in at the moment. Um, in the Premier League and all across football around the world, no one really has any money, do they? So no. I think loan That's moves... That's why a lot of loans are going around. Yeah, loan moves are the way to go. Yeah. Loan, mo- loan, loan moves, moves are the future. 
Yeah. yeah. There's one lone move that I am very interested in. What's that? Edin Dzeko, rumoured to come back <laughs> to City on loan for six months. I mean, oh. it'd be nice having him back, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, at the time, he actually wasn't that that no. great. I I wasn't the biggest fan of him, but no. whenever we used to watch City, my whole family would be against Dzeko. would be like, oh, just play Guerra <laughs> and play someone else. But my dad, he would always sit there mm. and he'd, he was almost like a little Dzeko fanboy. It yeah. Was, and now it, I almost want him back just because he's he is that presence in at striker. Mm. He's playing well for Roma. He's almost the kind of perfect player that we need. The amount of crosses we do, and yeah. no one's getting on the end of them. He's almost like your um, Olivier Giroud, isn't he? Yeah, he's with a bit more pace. Yeah, you know he, he can finish with his feet and his head. So, oh, if yeah. he was to score a header in the last game of the season to win the league, and Aguero <laughs> to finish it off. Yeah. Oh. It'd be like, be like the good times, wouldn't it? Be about, I actually met Jekka yeah. when I was younger. Did you? Yeah, outside the football museum in Manchester. If you're ever there, I was there one time. I was there. I was there. <laughs> I met Jekka. <laughs> now, that'd be, that'd be a good, that'd be an um, interesting move, actually, to have him back at the Etihad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, as far as that goes, I mean, transfers, you know, there's, what, what day is it? It's the, obviously, at the time of filming, it's the 29th. Um, so we have two days left. Of the um, of the window, do, people do need think... to hurry up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing really going on. There's no transfers. It's been a bit, it's been a bit of a weird window. Um, but apart from those moves, nothing's really um, been going on. But you know, moving on from the Jeco situation, and you know, um, him going back to Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, him coming back to City potentially. Um, Will he help Manchester City run away with the title this year? <laughs> Do you think it's going to happen? I just think he's just someone that we can bring on in the 75th, 80th minute. Mm. Just someone we can, if we were winning one or two nil, someone we can hit it up to and trust him to bring it down and give it onto a Sterling yeah. or a Mares running down the wing. Mm. Almost just as like a last minute counter-attack kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, and he'll just be there for the heady goals in the rough games where yeah. you're not getting through with your Sterlings and everything. You know, where, where you need to play against the likes of Sheffield United and teams yeah, like that. Someone, someone that will just yeah. push them about a bit. Mm. Yeah, I think it's important to have those players. But, you know, moving away from Dzeko, you know, I mean, Manchester City has, you know, in the title race now, um, they're looking favourites, aren't they? Wouldn't you say oh, as a City fan? I mean, <laughs> As a City fan, yeah, we're looking favourites. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I, I remember right at the start of the season, we were like in 15th, and I was like, Yeah, I know. Surely it's got to go right at some point. It is. It's Next mental. thing I know, after a few games, we're back up in the top four, and now we're top with a game in hand. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we predicted it last time that Man United had no chance, and I think that, you know, that came true after, yeah. <laughs> after last night's result, which is brilliant. Um, but. Yeah, I think City, you know, there's I think teams... our players are all coming into form hmm. at the right time. And Guardiola's got them playing in a way where yeah. no other manager almost knows how to deal with it. Hmm. And it's just working really well. Like the way Cancelo plays, where he starts at right back. Yeah. And he cuts in and he almost plays as a second pivot with Rodri, which helps Gundogan move forward. Yeah. And obviously Gundogan scored never many goals he scored this season. Oh, I've got a thing here. City in 2021 
have scored 15 goals. Mm. United have scored six and Gundogan scored five. So Gundogan's almost scored as many goals as United. Yeah, he scored more than Liverpool. Liverpool, they only scored their first goals of 2021 last night. Yeah, I know. That was only three. So Gundogan still <laughs> scored more than Liverpool. <laughs> but, you, but you said there, you know, Pep's got the best out of the players he's got at the right time. Yeah. The title the race only, is on. Yeah. With all our with our injuries at striker, with Aguero being out, Jesus mm. being out, and then not being on form when he comes back, the way he's playing with the false nine, yeah, is amazing. The way he's doing it with Cancelo as well, mm. is unbelievable. Right now, Cancelo is the best right back in the league yeah. on current form. Mm. And when he does come inside, if he wants to make a run forward, he can because he's he's that technical on the ball. Yeah, he can almost play on the right side of the attacking two midfielders, where De Bruyne would normally play, mm. which almost pushes De Bruyne up to be able to play like a central cam where he plays his best yeah. football, I think. Yes, definitely. It's, it, it can, it's, it, he's, he's just an all-rounded player, isn't he, Cancelo? Yeah, he plays on the left, he plays on the right, yeah. he plays in midfield. I mean, I saw a touch map of Cancelo this season, mm. and it's even across the whole pitch, like there's red dots. You better see any like just pitch. It's all red dots everywhere on the pitch. Yeah. It's just great to see. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's impressive, isn't it, really? Um, to see, I think, over the, game, I've just, over the games I've watched, City do look like the team that are going to win it just by, you know, form, performance, and, you know, just the way they're playing. It's, there's, it just almost seems like you're champions already. You're playing yeah. like champions, aren't you? It's almost, I can feel us pulling ahead. Yeah, so I can quite as well. easily. Yeah, I mean, I mean your next... the way our defense is playing as well. Yeah, with the attack, everyone's just playing well. I mean, mm. Edison, he's heavily underrated. Going back to last week with our yeah. under overrated, mm. Edison. I mean, in 127 Premier League appearances for City, he's got 63 clean sheets. Yeah, that's 49.6 percent. Yeah. And I did a bit of research and the highest percentage clean sheet ratio with the goalkeepers in the Premier League of over 100 clean sheets yeah. is Pepe Reina with 45.8%. Really? So if Edison was to keep up with the way he's playing, yeah, he's going to be the uh, the best keeper in that, the best keeper in the Premier League ever. <laughs> ever, yeah. <laughs> it's a very bold statement, but it could happen. I know, but the way, the, the the way, way it's going... The way you're playing, yeah. I mean, your next games are, I mean, they're not bad games. You've got a nice run, the next three. You've got Sheffield United, Burnley, and then you've got Liverpool. Now, Liverpool's the big one. Um, obviously, Liverpool's win last night almost, I'd say, put them back in the title race. Um, I think just. I think they're a bit far off, but I think they do have a... Burnley as well, just so... Oh, sorry. You froze for me then. Yeah, so did you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We'll cut this bit out. Yeah. Right. You start again where we're off. Oh, yeah. So you said we're playing um, Sheffield and Liverpool. We're also playing Burnley. But Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, sorry. I said, Sheffield... not got that for the... We've not got that for our predictions. Yeah, you've got Sheffield United, Burnley and Liverpool, don't you? Yeah, but Liverpool... There's like 20 games in the predictions. Right. Okay. Whatever. Let's carry on. Let's... Right. We'll cut this bit out and... Okay. <laughs> where were we again? We were saying about... Um, about Mitch Liverpool. said Sheffield. Oh, about Liverpool. Said, um, Liverpool, Sheffield and Liverpool. It? You're talking about yeah. Liverpool if they were to win, the almost being contention again. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I mean, Liverpool almost do have a chance, but I think you are going to run away, run away with it. I mean, the, the teams you've got coming up, the 
your next game, your next three games are Sheffield United, Burnley, and Liverpool, where I think you can get a decent... take all nine points. I mean, yeah, you could. Easy. Yeah, I mean, Did Liverpool. You see my predictions later on for yeah. <laughs> um, Sheffield and Burnley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Liverpool conceding. I mean, they they scored. They're not scoring really. Yeah, I mean, they finally scored last night. They scored three times. Yeah, but the Spurs' defense was very shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that Spurs. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with Spurs last night. They no. They were, I remember at the beginning of the season, everyone was like, "Spurs are going to win." Look at the way Son and Kane are playing. <laughs> Just because two of them are playing well doesn't stop the whole. Doesn't make no. the whole team play well. Yeah, and they've dropped off, which they should do really. Which is good. Which is brilliant Just for me. Typical Spurs. Yeah. Typical Spurs bottle jobs. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. You know, you, thanks to United losing to Sheffield, you've got a game in hand and you have a chance to be four points clear. So, yeah, which we will be. Yeah, which we will be. I, I don't, I, I don't see you losing to Sheffield United. Um, no, I neither do I. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't really see it. I mean, I didn't really see United losing to Sheffield United, but yes, yeah. you did. You had it in your prediction. I know, but I didn't think it would happen. But well, it, I was it, the opposite. I had United yeah. to win in my predictions, but I, I mean, see Sheffield United winning. Thank God I did put it down because I mean it was a bit of a joke because of the topic of the uh, of the podcast saying United couldn't mm-hmm. do it, but you know they did. They lost Sheffield United, and but I don't think you will. I don't think you will. But me saying that it probably will happen. You will lose now. So um... don't say that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean City. I think already are champions. Yeah, Aguero might be coming back as well, which yeah. can't be a bad thing. No, I, I was watching. He did a. He did a Twitch stream on mm. Wednesday and he was talking about his whole COVID situation. Yeah. And he said that he actually came positive a few days before he tweeted it out. And he was having tests yesterday. Almost he had a COVID test and a general fitness test. Yeah. To check if he was fit to train again. And if he if the tests go well and he starts coming back, yeah. Can't You'll be a bad thing them. for us, to be honest. Oh well, no, of course not. You've got your striker back, haven't you? Really? You've yeah, got your I mean, man back. He might not be as good as he was, but yeah, can't complain. No, you can't complain having Aguero back. Definitely not. But yeah, you're looking like you are on track to lifting another Premier League title, which you know, you know, Arsenal are out of it again, which is sad. You know, but you know, here's what it is. But I'm going to say it now. I mean, we've predicted some things this year. Yeah, oh. surprise. Oh, you've cut. Oh, you cut out again. Oh God. Can you yes, hear me I now? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, saying so my internet is unstable. Brilliant. You started off by saying we were predicting, just you know, do you want to flow? Yeah, we were. Uh, what, was, what did I say? We were predicting. I don't know. You said, I think you were going to say we predicted some bold stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, you know, we predicted. I'm going to say this now. So next season it happens. You know, we predicted two shell to come in. Well, not two to come in, but Lampard to go. We predicted Man United don't have a chance. They lost to Sheffield United. So I'm going to say next year. <laughs> oh, no. Big statement. I'm just going to say, I, I, I'm calling Arsenal top four finish next year. I'm going to say. Top four finish uh, next year. For Arsenal. <laughs> I might have to shut you down straight away with that one, to be honest. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. Is that a bit, is that a bit too the, far, I would think you say? It really depends if Tuchel's Chelsea start playing. Yeah. Tottenham, I mean, top four next season. Yeah. It's going to be City... Leicester are going to be in it. Mm. Liverpool will probably be back with their defenders. And then it's kind of a free-for-all for fourth place, really. 
I mean, so you do have a chance. Yeah, I, I think we do. I think we have. A, I think we have a decent chance. But anyway, enough about Arsenal and about me being deluded. Um, we'll uh, we'll get on to uh, we'll get on to uh, last week's results and our predictions for the next twenty games until the next uh, yeah, twenty the games next week. So strap in; it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right, I've got the scores here for last week. Yeah. After the first five games. Mm. I was on 14 points. Wow. And you were on nine. Okay. Right? Yeah. There were six more games after that. I... Mm. Oh, no. You know what? I'll save it till the last game. After the next five games, mm. I only scored two more points, meaning I, I'm on 16 currently. Yeah. You scored seven more points, meaning Did you're I? on 16 as well. Yeah. Okay. You predicted okay. the um, Sheffield United, oh. Man- um, United game, oh, didn't you? Oh, no. I know we what's going to happen. We predicted West Brom and City to win 5-0. Yeah. That was impressive. I pred- I got Leeds and Newcastle, right? I said 2-1 to Leeds, which happened. Mm. What really annoyed me, I'll tell you this, West Ham against Crystal Palace, I said 3-1 to West Ham. It was 3-1 to West Ham. Yeah. Until the 97th <laughs> minute. So, <laughs> all right, so we were on 16 points each. Yeah. It's come down to the last game. Spurs against Liverpool. Yeah. The score was 3-1 to Liverpool, right? Mm-hmm. I predicted 2-all. I finished on 16 points. Oh, I didn't no. get any points for that. Oh. You said one goal to Spurs. Yeah. How many oh. how many goals for Liverpool? No. Three. You yeah. got no points either. So it was 16-all. Oh, <laughs> that's all right though. I think we've done quite yeah. well. So we're even. Right. Oh wow. Okay. That's decent. Let's move on to next week because we've got next week. 20 games to get through. So Yeah, right. Okay. So I'm trying we'll try and go through quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right, got predictions next from you here. So the first game is Everton Newcastle. Yeah. What would you say? 2 0 Everton. Easy. Newcastle aren't scoring and they're conceding. Yep, I've said 2 0 2 0 Everton as well. Oh no. Um, <laughs> the ne- yeah, no. <laughs> the next game. Palace Wolves. I've said. One all. One all. Wolves are playing some good football, but they don't have that striker, like we said. I mean, for that for that reason, they just brought in the striker, but mm. he's not starting. So no, I mean, for that point, Wolves are starting to you know get back and form a little bit. I've got one nil Wolves. I've gone for a Wolves win, but only a small one. Only a small one. Next game, <clears throat> Man City Sheffield United. You can go first for this one. I've gone three nil City. That's what I've got. I've got five nil again. Oh, all right then. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Now, I think Sheffield United will keep you at bay a little bit, but obviously... Still I think the they'll try, but yeah. I reckon we'll get another... We'll, I think we'll score early goals again. Mm. Yeah. And then another couple in the second half. Mm. Next game is West Brom Fulham. 2 all. Desmond 2-2. I've, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone 2-1 West Brom. West Brom, Fulham or... and West Brom are tricky ones because yeah. they both don't play that bad, but they just no. lose a lot of games. I think Allardyce will pull it out, though. I think Allardyce's defensive yeah. tactics will, uh, will come into play. Um... <laughs> I can just see Adam Luckman scoring. It was 2-1 yeah. to you. You're getting all... It's 2-1 to um, West Brom. You're getting all excited. You're going to get your five <laughs> points. No. 95th minute, Adam Luckman. Is it Adam yeah, out of a look with, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to get his name wrong. He's gonna come in score in the last minute yeah. and I'm gonna get the I'm gonna nick the five points off you. That'll be that'll be that's a that's good. That's a tight one. We don't know what's gonna happen then to the last yeah. minute. 
potentially. Um, next one, Arsenal, Man United. <clears throat> I went wrong with predicting United to win last time, so yeah. I've gone for United to lose again. All right. Arsenal, to, Arsenal to win 2-1. I've gone 2-0 Arsenal. I don't think we'll concede. You don't think you'll concede? No, I don't think we will. I mean, the way Martial's playing at the moment, he's not scoring if there's an open net and he's two yards away. So, yeah. so I mean, 2 no Arsenal, and that would be nice for us. Um, and that will be my... Um, That'll be good for my prediction that Man United have no chance um, again. So, uh, next game, Southampton-Aston Villa. 2-1 to Aston Villa. I've gone 1-1. No, Southampton even, sorry. 2-1 to Southampton. 2-1 Southampton. I've yeah. gone 1-1. I've gone 1-1 for that one. So, I reckon it'll be a close game. They're two good teams, teams in form. Yeah, I just thought um, about Aston Villa have dropped off a bit recently. Yeah, but so Southampton. You know, they lost 3-1 to us. True, last. but that is, yeah, oh, that is Arsenal as well. So, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'll stick with it. 2-1 Southampton. Okay. Next game. So, good game for Tuchel. Chelsea versus Burnley. I don't think this will be Tuchel showing off how good he is. I think this will just be Burnley playing terrible. 2-0 <laughs> Chelsea. I've gone 2-1. 2-1 Chelsea. So, that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, good confidence booster, booster for that Chelsea side. Um, next game, Leicester versus Leeds. I think I've been quite bold with this one. Ooh. I think the way Leeds play, it will just fall into Leicester's hands. So I said 4-0 to Leicester. I've gone the other way completely. I've gone oh. with a cheeky 1-0 Leeds. I think Leeds... 1-0, will... you think there'll only be one goal in that game? Yeah, I do. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. 1-0 Leeds, I reckon. I mean, OK, if you want to lose some points, that's fine yeah. by you. Yeah, by the way, I'd like to do that. You know, I'll sacrifice for you know, a Leeds win, but... But next game, this is this is interesting, actually. Um, I've, I've I've gone for the obvious, um, but it may go the other way. West Ham versus Liverpool. You said you've gone for obvious. Mm. I think I've gone for obvious. I've gone 2-1 to West Ham. Is that obvious? 2-1 West Ham? Uh, currently, current form, yeah. I mean, Liverpool have scored again. You know, I took it to, when, when, scored, I yeah. them, when I was doing them last night. So I waited for all the games to be over until I, you know, I saw every team play. Um, Liverpool scoring again, Salah scoring. Um, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're playing well, um, but still conceding. Nice Suchek partnership for me. So, yeah, but um, Suchek scores headers from corners. Liverpool's defense isn't looking great. Mm, they haven't yeah. got the big centre backs in. It's true, but I've gone for three-one Liverpool in the end. All right. So, next game. Um, oh, oh! What have I done here? Brighton Spurs. <laughs> Brighton Spurs. <laughs> I think you should go first then. Two 0 Brighton. I've gone two. Oh, I've gone three 0 Spurs. Three 0 Spurs. So yeah. it's nice. We got we got a bit of competition now. Brighton are in seventeenth. Yep, they're going to pull it out of the bag. They're going to do it. Trust right. Me. Okay. <laughs> Sheffield United, West Brom. I feel like they want to bounce back from the five 0 defeat against us. <laughs> yeah. So I've gone for 2 0 to Sheffield United. I've gone for the same 2 0 Sheffield. Um, big game for both teams next again. Um, sort of, a, sort of a, a decider, really, for how their season goes. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Arsenal. I've gone big scores, six goals. They'll share them equally. I think it'll be 3 0. 3 0? Yeah. See, I've gone. Oh, we're not. I said Arsenal aren't conceding again. We're going, I've gone three 0 Arsenal. I know. Okay. Big sure. statement. I know. I know. 
Um, but good news for United fans next up. It's Man United versus Southampton. I've gone for 2-1 United. I thought, you know what, I'll be nice to United this week, or for that game anyway, um, and give them a win. So I've gone 2-1 United. That 4-0 that I predicted last week has just put me never for United to win again. 1-0 to <laughs> Southampton. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I can see it, to be honest. Is that, um, I mean... Yeah. I can see I it. so. Yeah, I mean, for your sake, yeah. Um, next game, boring game. Newcastle Palace. What have you gone? Newcastle Palace. You think it's going to be boring? Yeah. I think I'm it's going to be 3-0 so Palace. I've gone 0-0. That's what I've gone. I think it'll be a boring 3-0, but mm. they'll get three a boring 3-0. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a I don't think it'll be an exciting game. No. Sheff, Sheffield, Newcastle are just not doing well. No. At no. all. Bruce is under a lot of pressure. I reckon yeah, he may be the next to go. Players aren't yeah. playing for him. Yeah, he may be the next to go, sadly. I like Bruce. I do like him. Um but we'll have to see what happens. Um nice game for you, Burnley, Manchester City. You want me to go first? Yep. I don't think I should go first. <laughs> oh, it's me like six. Looking at my score. Yeah, I've gone two 0 Manchester City. Oh, oh. I think if you take your score and add the Sheffield United score for us, that's what I've gone for. I think we're going to win seven nil. Seven nil. Seven nil. <laughs> you're coming right. Okay, you're losing points though. Just saying, you're losing well, no, points. At this day, if we win, I get two points. Yeah, but but if you only win two 0 I get six. Five. <laughs> oh, five, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but next, Fulham versus Leicester. I've gone for a nice Leicester City two 0 win. I've gone for a bit of a shocker in this one. I've gone for two one to Fulham. Two one Fulham. Yeah. Upset I don't know why. Upset I think I might have written the score the wrong way around, but yeah, I'll stick with it. Two one to Fulham. <laughs> two one Fulham. Go for it. Next, bit of a weird one. I wasn't too sure, but I went with what I think is going to happen. Leeds Everton. I've gone two one for Everton. I've not gone too far apart. I've gone three 0 to Everton. So okay. we're both agreeing on Everton beating Leeds. Yeah, I think I think that will happen. I don't. Can't see Rodriguez you. scored last week. He's going to have confidence back in him. Yeah, exactly. I think Everton maybe back a little bit as well. Um, a sort of a vibe. Oh, I like Everton. Yeah, so do I. I. I really thought they had a chance at the title. You know, yeah, at the start of the I mean, season. They're just a harmless club, really. Yeah. Unless you're a Liverpool fan. I just yeah, like exactly. them. Yeah. Next, Villa, West Ham. Tight one, I think, this. What do you think? I think it'll be tight, but I think West Ham will just nick it 2-1. I've gone 1-1. I've gone. Close. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, I just don't like doing draws a lot, to be honest. No, but I just think it's going to happen. I can't see either team winning that. Um they're two good teams, sort of similar, um, similar quality. Um, so I think it's going to be a draw. Next, Liverpool versus Brighton. Boring 2 0 to Liverpool. I've gone 3 0 Liverpool. Yep. Yeah, and finally, we're at the end of the 20 games. Big game Last, to finish it off with as well. It is a big game, but I've been quite boring. I've been really boring. Oh, no. I've gone so Spurs Chelsea. I've gone 1 1. I mean, mine's not that much more exciting. I've gone 2-0 Spurs. Mm. See, I think Chelsea will be able to... I don't know. You think the new manager bounce will... Yeah, I think... Give them that boost. I do. I do think that... I don't think Spurs have it in them anymore. I don't know. I've, I, I voted that... I made this before the um, Tottenham-Liverpool game. Mm. 
I probably would change my decision, but you I'm can't now. You can't. Yeah, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to. No. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, after last night, Spurs conceding and, you know, sort of Spurs and Chelsea are similar in a way. Yeah, if I was to do it again, I'd probably give Chelsea a 2-1 win. But I mean, I'll stick with 2-0 Spurs. We've got a few big games coming up. So, obviously, Spurs-Chelsea is the last one. Um, Arsenal-United as well. That's yeah, big. We've got the 7-0 City against Burnley. Yeah, that's a nice thing that's not going to happen. Um, so, <laughs> we'll have to see. And, um, um, you know, next time when you join us, um, I'll be top of the table, I think. So uh, You think? Yeah, I think I will. Be. I don't. You think your 7-0 is going to come out of clutch? Yeah. yeah. If it does... I think I should get some bonus points, to be honest. I think you should. I think that's quite... Okay, if City wins 7-0, okay, you get three bonus points. Did you have any outrageous shouts? Because if you've got an outrageous one and you win, I'll give you some bonus points. Um, I went for... Um, oh, where is it? I mean, Arsenal-Man United is a bit bold. Um, where else is quite bold? Oh, there you go. Brighton 2, Spurs 0. Okay. Okay, if Brighton beats Spurs 2-0, you can I'll have get three bonus points. Okay, Wait, what's and then... for Brighton's? Oh, I said 3-0 to Spurs. So yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, fine. All right, okay, deal. All right, sweet. So, three bonus points if you win 7-0 and uh, three bonus points if Brighton beats Spurs. I think so... mine's more likely to come in than yours. To be, uh, yeah, to be honest, I think it is, yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, that's, that sort of wraps it up, really, doesn't it? We've sort of done the predictions now. Ran through the results. Um, so... I think this is uh, going to be the end of episode two. First of all, thank you for watching again. Uh, we both really appreciate it. If you don't, um, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe, and uh, also leave a comment below. Um, potentially, what you'd like us to discuss next week. If you're listening to us on Spotify, um, don't forget to share this around um, and give us a follow. So um, join us next week after Arsenal beat Manchester United and um, Manchester City don't win seven 0 um, so uh, we'll see you then. Thank you for watching and thank you see for listening. You.